Welcome to Inversation, the podcast that focuses on our stories, our way. Each week, we'll cover a range of subjects and experiences and hear some life stories from some pretty dope people. So get ready, get set, and prepare to take a ride of Inversation Podcast, the podcast that allows us to tell our stories our way. How y'all doing today? How are you? How do you feel? Was it a good day? Did you have fun? Did you enjoy it? What did you enjoy about it? What made it fun? Did you do something that made you feel good? If you didn't, you want to do something that make you feel good? After you listen to this episode, you're going to feel amazing. I will tell you. How are you? How's it going? I am doing incredible. Um, Just a recap of my week. Well, my two weeks because I'm bi-weekly now. Um, It's been a great experience. A great experience learning and growing. Um... I have been on a three-month, almost like sabbatical, if you will. (laughs) I am focusing solely on myself, on my process, um, really getting into um, creating programming for my business. Um, I am planning. I made a plan of action, and I put it in my calendar, and I have been coaching myself and giving myself opportunities to be as successful as possible, talking with friends that are in my network that are experts in their industry to really build out systems um, that will be beneficial for my clients moving forward. Because I want to help people, y'all, and I want it to be great. I want it to be amazing. I want it to inspire people to want to do the work to make their lives the absolute best that they possibly can. And in order for me to do that, I have to put myself through the process first, which that's what I do. I do it for you all. (laughs) And I enjoy it, even though it's a lot of hard work. Um, it's a lot of doing some things that you don't want to do. It's a lot of reflecting and checking yourself when you're doing something wrong. Um, but it's so necessary in the bigger scheme of things because the lessons that you learn about yourself so that you can reprogram yourself are absolutely just divine. They're heaven sent. They really are. And you would never be able to go through to get those lessons. You would never be able to get those lessons if you didn't go through the experience. And so for this three months, I am focusing on that. I'm focusing on myself and and my business. Um, I'm having some fun. So previously, maybe 
just before the last six months, I'll say, I was living my life in survival mode. I was stuck in survival mode and I was going to work every day and just really living day to day, trying to get through work so I could go home and figure something out to do. You know, I would always say, I'm going to work on my business. I'm going to work on the podcast. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I had no schedule. I had no direction. I was just doing things to keep busy and neglecting taking care of myself, neglecting some, you know, really looking into the overall picture of what I wanted for my business and just highlighting different areas to maneuver within instead of creating my full plan of action. And so that caused me to be really stressed out all the time, really, you know, lost when it came to the process because there was no process. And during that time, I was talking to my fiance at the time. And I I told him, I said, uh, I was telling him that he he should figure out what his process is um, because he's an artist and he's like, I want to get this project done. And I'm like, well, what? how long does it take for you to do this? How long does it take for you to do that? And he's like, I don't know. I don't know. And I'm like, well, you have to figure out what your process is. Once you figure out your process, then that is how you are able to dictate how much time you need to spend on a particular area or when you need to pivot and focus on a different area that that's how you know when you give the time to putting uh, or the time and attention to to applying it to the process and at the time i didn't realize that when i'm talking to him i'm really talking to myself too and that happens a lot. I don't know. You tell you guys tell me if it happens a lot in your relationships that you talk to your partner and when you're talking to them, telling them the things that they you feel that they could do to improve their lives. You're really talking to yourself. You're talk, talking to the most intimate parts of yourself, allowing yourself to be fully exposed and vulnerable and just really dragging yourself. And sometimes you have to do that. Sometimes it's important for you to drag yourself so you can bring yourself right back into center so that you can focus, grind, and and go. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's important. But I was talking to him about that, and the whole time I was just speaking to myself. I was letting myself know that I have to focus on the process. I can't just focus on the results. It's not just about what it is that you can achieve. Because yes, of course, you want to have a vision of what your your best possible life will look like so you know what you're aiming for. But to go without a plan, to go without that plan of action steps that are really going to get you to the overall goal, you ain't got... What's the... What is it going to do? What, how are you going to communicate what it is that you have to offer? How are you going to know what it is that you have to offer? It's one thing for you to go through a class and learn about how to do something, but it's different when you are jumping in feet first, barefooted, and getting to the work and focusing your attention, your efforts into that assignment 
when you start to move in the direction you are intended to move and apply your attention to the things that you are meant to apply apply your attention to it it just it shifts things it shifts things for you because one if you focus on the process you focus on the day to day you focus on the journey the amount of time that you're giving to each intended task for that day then and you enjoy you enjoy what you're doing you focus on adding joy and and peace and love and hard work and dedication and self-reflection and self-love and self-care when you add those things to your journey and you make it feel like that you are feeding that into the overall into the overall results you are literally planting the seeds and watering them daily by staying dedicated so that you can yield your harvest. (laughs) And then you can go in here and eat. (laughs) And that's how it works. But when you try to fast forward the process or fast forward through the process, skip parts, X things out, avoid things, neglect things, you're never getting the full extent of the experience. And therefore, you're not receiving the lessons learned through the experience. So right now, I am able to focus on specifically what is it that I want to achieve with these programs? What is it that I want to give? What value do I want to give to my clients? Specifically, what values can I bring? What can what consulting can I do to help move them through their projects? You know, because it's a difference between coaching and consulting. I don't know. This is a segue from my check in. But there's a difference between coaching and consulting. Coaching, you are assisting the person with figuring the things out on their own making sure to do the things on their own. With consulting, you can tell people what to do. (laughs) You can tell people what to do or how to do it. If you're an expert in an area, you have the ability to just go ahead and do do the work for them versus coaching who will encourage you to do the work yourself. And I am realizing, you know, or I finally realized that I hold all these skills. I hold all these gifts that I've acquired and that God has given me. And now I have to package that in a way that is most valuable for my client, for my ideal client. And I mean, because I can go out here and say, I'm going to help people and I want to change people's lives, but change their lives specifically how? Help people in what specific ways, in what areas? What do these people look like? Where do they come from? You know, what are you helping them with specifically? And when you sit down and ask yourself those types of questions and you don't have the answer to it, you feel a little a little silly, you know. But when you ask yourself the questions and you give yourself the space to answer them you start to come up with a blueprint. You start to come up with a, you start to create a plan, a plan of action. 
And you can use that plan of action to hold yourself accountable for staying on track so that you know where you're going during your journey and you're not just free shooting from everywhere. You are able to actually direct your energy specifically towards areas that you want to find growth. And that's that's huge when you make that realization. You have to direct your energy towards the area that you want growth and then water it daily. You can't become a master at something when you never practice it. You can't heal a wound without attending to it. You can't build a building without paying attention and reading instructions of some sort or learning how to do it. You have to go through the motions. And I guess this segues into the topic of the episode today, which is eliminating irrational beliefs. Now, I chose this topic to reflect on today because a lot of us hold irrational beliefs that limit us from living our most abundant lives. And I'll be the first to tell you that I had a lot. I had a lot more irrational beliefs and I still have some that I am working to um, to release or to transmute. But for the most part, I, I, I've, I've gotten through a lot of the irrational beliefs that I had about life, that I had about myself, um, that I had about my relationship. And going through these processes actually helped me to make the, the realization that I held those beliefs and in turn helped me to eliminate them or replace them, if you will. So some irrational beliefs that I had included that I needed approval for being who I was And that's actually a trait, you know, that will help you to identify that you have an irrational belief. If you feel like you need approval from others just to make you worthy, the need in that is that you are looking for like acceptance and belonging. And then there's a fear that's attached to that as well, a fear of rejection and judgment. And so if you don't perform well and get praises or attention from others, then you feel like a failure. And that is how I felt. I was focused so much on doing well at work through COVID. I wanted to do well. I wanted us to succeed. I wanted us to stay at 100% census and, you know, make all the sales and and control COVID and make sure that the employees were happy and all of that. I was, I felt like I was carrying all of that weight, all that burden um, on, on me day to day. And it caused me to be super stressed, super frustrated, you know, but I, I was like in superhero mode. I was in perfectionist mode and I wanted to be the best at what I was doing. And I was giving way, way, way too much attention to what others thought, you know, to what, you know, others wanted me to do and if I was doing a good job at it. And that 
aided in me giving myself away. I gave myself away. I didn't, at, at the time, I couldn't think about things that I enjoyed, things that I wanted to do, you know, specific things that would make my life feel complete and make my day feel enjoyable. I couldn't think about it. I'm just, all I wanted to do when I got off work would be go home and watch some stupid TV or veg out on the couch or something like that. And that was me for a while through COVID until I started my life coaching program. And when I started to go through that journey, that that process, that is what really sparked the change in mindset for me to be able to identify that, oh my God, this is irrational. You know, for me to believe that I have to be perfect, that I have to show up every time the call goes out, that I have to give all of myself for this entity that would replace me if I became too ill or broke. When that lesson hit me, it was resounding. And I had to make, I had to take action. <laughs> I had to take action because this couldn't be my life. This couldn't be me. And while I was putting so many expectations on myself, I was also putting my expectations on my fiance at the time. You know, I, I was lashing out at him because it, because he was minding his business and I didn't have no business. So I wanted to be in his business. And it was just a lot. It was a lot for one person to go through, you know, but I was putting myself through that. I was putting that that pressure on myself to be this superhero. And I'm not a super, I mean, I'm a superhero. <laughs> I am a superhero, but within reason, within reason and within my power, within my alignment, you know, and that was one of the biggest lessons that I was able to learn through that experience. But I never would have been able to come to the, the understanding of that had I not gone through the experience, had I not showing up at work every day, giving my 100% and then leaving and not having anything for myself or for my partner when I got home. I never would have been able to see that that belief was holding me back from living a more complete life, a more abundant life that I enjoy what I do. I enjoy learning about the parts of the things that I don't know. And coming up with the proper way to make things look and make things sound and put things together to make it work to receive this particular healing and ease through this particular process so that it's easier to transition than it would be if you didn't have that tool. You know, it. I wouldn't have been able to come to those understandings had I not given myself the time to reflect over myself, reflect over my behaviors, reflect over my thoughts and my beliefs and break them down to a science, if you will. Because if seeing is believing and believing is achieving, we've talked about that before, then you have to have clarity 
with what you're seeing so that you can understand what your beliefs truly are. Because there are conscious beliefs that we have, that we know, because they're ours. We, we created them, we found them, you know, and we agreed to, to uphold them. However, there are also beliefs that we hold that we may have believed within our youth or that someone may have told us and we just held on to as belief or something that has been done for generations and generations and we just choose to continue to believe that. Like there are so many different types of beliefs that we may hold that we don't know how it affects us. We don't know how it actually impacts our achieving because of course, I say it all the time, the laws of the universe, they are eternal. They are the same. They are very, but they always stay constant and they're very direct. If you sow it, you will reap it. If you believe it, you will achieve it. So if you have a belief that is no longer serving you and is not in alignment with where you are today, and it's not being addressed and you're just walking around believing it, it will manifest in your life every time. And you'll keep wondering why this frustration keeps happening to you, why this ignorance keeps coming up in your face, why these types of men or women keep showing up in my life and in my relationships. They keep getting on my nerves and making me mad. Why? What is it? And you you can't figure it out. You just feel like it's the world or it's God or it's yourself. And it is <laughs> all of those things, <laughs> all of those things, but through your thoughts and your beliefs, because your thoughts are what become your beliefs and your beliefs are what you attract. So... If you believe that you have to be perfect and you believe that, you know, um, everybody's feedback is important, then you can easily become gullible. You can easily fall for the trap of doing whatever somebody says just to get positive feedback. And now you're giving yourself away. Now you are wasting all of your energy trying to appease someone who is manipulating you or whatever the case may be, all on account of a belief that you choose to believe. But if you identify that belief and you identify that it is not, it is no longer a belief that serves you, then it takes away the fear of changing it. It takes away your, your belief in the belief in the first place, you're able to change that whole belief and replace it with something else that is more helpful to your journey and where you are today. And so when I identified that particular belief and I spoke um, to, I was speaking with one of my friends and she told me, why do you feel like you can do everything? Who told you that you have to do everything? And when she asked me that, I was like, I don't know. 
all. I just have always felt that way because, you know, my family, they are business owners and, you know, everybody is out here getting this bag and you have to be on your stuff. And I've put this pressure on myself to be that at all times. And in doing that, I wasn't allowing myself to be myself fully. Like there were areas, of course, that I was working on and have been working on for years to really open myself up to fully express myself the way that I intend to express myself. But I wasn't doing it at the extent that I am today because I was limiting myself. I was making myself feel small. And it was all on account of irrational beliefs, beliefs that I didn't even give myself. Beliefs that I found out came from, you know, family members, beliefs that I just assumed they were just assumptions that I, 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 came, I came up with, you know, based upon my observations. And that's dangerous. That's dangerous. It's dangerous because if you're thinking that this whole time and, and that turns into a belief, but nobody ever truly told you that that was fact and you're just basing it on your your own version of reality, you know, or your assumption, then you're no longer living in reality. You're now living in this irrational state of being because you hold this belief that nobody has ever truly confirmed or was planted in you in a negative way, you know, out of hatred or fear or deception or manipulation or whatever the case may be. Not it, it may not even be any of that, you know, but unintentionally, it may have been unintentional. But and you're holding this belief, holding this belief and manifesting these negative experiences, this lack of joy, lack of peace, stressed all the time wigging out, behaving in in ways that that are not conducive to who you are and what you stand for. And you're asking yourself all these questions, trying to figure out why is this happening to me? Why is this happening for me? Why won't this happen? Why won't it look like this? Why can't my life look like this? You know, and you start to believe less and less that you're worthy. Not even taking the time to remind yourself that you are always worthy because you are, period. Because you are here, you are worthy to receive the best in life, the best that life has to offer you. And your journey, your experiences are what lead you to understand what exactly is meant for you. And then you go get it because you're worthy at the core, at Jump Street, you're worthy. When you came into this world, you came understanding that you were here to help the universe expand. You held these gifts and this power, this bright, opportunity to be, say, do, create anything possible and even anything impossible to bring it into this plane to help the universe expand. 
And you do that through your experiences. But when you hold irrational beliefs, you start to limit yourself. You start to forget that you are worthy of this life and the best parts of this life. So you don't even see it as an option to be had sometimes. And that was me. That was where I was. That was me. And nobody could have told me that that's what I was doing, that I was doing it to myself. I had to come to that understanding myself. Um, when I was going through my Reiki class, um, my teacher, she did a reading for me. And she said, why are you stuck? Why are you um, staying stuck in survival mode? And I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in survival mode. I feel good about my life. I feel like I'm in really good control of my life. And she was like, but you're like really stressed out and you give so much of yourself. You give so much of your energy to everything and everybody else, but you're not prioritizing you. So like what in your life is happening to make you feel like you have to do that all the time. And I was like, Girl, I never thought about any of that like that. I didn't think about it like that, you know? You don't think about it like that. You don't think, well, maybe I am stuck in survival mode because I left the house, I left home at 17, and I was not ready. <laughs> I thought I was ready. I was mentally, I was ready. I was like, oh no, I gotta go. But... I was not ready. I was I was ill prepared. I didn't have the finances that I really needed. I didn't have the know-how that I really needed. I I didn't have the support at the time that I truly needed um because everybody in my life was going through something at the time. And so I had to just figure it out. I had to figure a lot of things out. And at that time at that time I had to do whatever it takes to succeed. That was all that was in my head. I have to do whatever it takes for me to succeed. I have to get the grades. I have to meet the people. I have to go to the programs and the events and join the clubs. And I have to do it all. I have to work to get this money so that I can pay to stay in school. Everything was what I had to do. It wasn't, and I mean, of course, it was some what I want to do too because I was a college student. It was a lot of what I wanted to do. And I, I I just hit the ground running. And when you look at it from that perspective to where you have an idea of what you want to do with your life, but you are scared shitless, you don't know where which way to turn at what given time, and you're just doing what it takes to make it from day to day to get through the program or to get through the year or to get through whatever, you... You do. You do allow yourself to you transition yourself into survival mode and you're surviving day to day. And. It's it's difficult to transition from that state of being to a more comfortable space, especially if you are looking at the outside world, expecting it to bend at, to your will you know, without aligning properly. 
And that was where I was. And so when I reflected over all of that, it put into terms exactly what the issue was that I was dealing with. Finally, I could understand it. I could see it. It was there. It was it was exposed. I exposed myself. Then I was able to take the wheel and I was able to start to direct my life into the onto the path that I wanted for myself. And I'm grateful for that experience. I'm grateful for that understanding to to understand what it was that I was going through and what I was doing to myself and how I was limiting myself through the beliefs that I held that were all irrational, you know, just who am I to think that it's my job to come and save this branch. I have to save this branch and make sure that it is perfect and that we hit the best scores and that we do all the things. Like who am I to take that on for myself, by myself? Like I don't have a team. Like, I don't have a team of people that that are working with me who are also supposed to lend their support as well. It's not it doesn't have to all be on me. And if I feel like it's all on me, then I need to move some things off my plate because I have to remain balanced. I have to have a full and complete life. My whole life can't be work. Sorry, that might work for some people. Doesn't work for me. I'm a rainbow personality. I want to do all of the things. I want to focus on all of the areas and I want to be good in the specific areas of my choosing, you know, and you can't do that if you're just focused on work all the time. So, no, you don't get that from me anymore. It's done. And when you identify what your irrational beliefs are, and you're able to intuitively and consciously make the decision to plant healthier seeds into your life or into your your thinking so that you can start to believe those thoughts. And then that belief can match to your action. And then you start manifesting out here. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's like being able to just sit and make up your own cartoon. And anything can happen in your cartoon. It can be good. It can be bad. It can be whatever you want it to be. As long as you're consciously aware that whatever you think produces whatever comes out on the screen. You live in WandaVision. And it's dope. Except it's your life and it gets to look the way you want it to look. It it can be just like The Sims. You build out your life. You do your little processes and whatnot. You know, you know how Sims goes. You go and you like do press the little button to do the little action and they have to do that for a while. And you might get some money if it's a job or something, you know, but you got to put the time in. You got to put the time in. And then after you get so much experience, then you level up. That's life. That's life. You have to go through the processes and you have to enjoy the process. Because the process is what yields the benefit, what yields the result. And the result is what you want. You put a quarter in the machine, you gonna want that piece of bubble gum. And 
you get to choose or create the piece of bubble gum when you think with intention. So when you sort through your irrational beliefs, you sort through your fears, you sort through your doubts, you sort through your insecurities, when you begin that journey and you do that work and you start to build your life out in a more productive way, you start to plan your days out so that you know specifically what areas you want to attack each day and you get done what you can get done. You do your best on all of those endeavors and whatever you don't get done, you push on to a different day. When you start to focus your life in that way and you're able to tailor it to what feels most comfortable to you, You set yourself up for success so that you feel free. It changes things. It changes the way that you move. It changes the way that you create. And so this three-month journey that I'm on, this three-month self-care restart, rejuvenation, I'm still coming up with a name, (laughs) but it is... It's teaching me the things that I need to be taught and giving me the experiences that I need in order to make a productive and effective product. Not only for my clients, but for me, because now I know how to live my life on a day-to-day basis. I have to be determined. I have to be dedicated. I have to know what it is that I'm trying to achieve and go achieve it. I have to know that I'm worthy of achieving it. And when I know that I'm worthy of of, of achieving it, I know that I can go out here and get anything because I've already been doing it. I've been doing it even with the irrational beliefs. So imagine what I can do when I attack the irrational beliefs and replace them with healthier beliefs, the beliefs that I got this, I can do this. I know what I'm doing. I know how to structure this plan. I know how to come up with the programming. I know how to go get funding. I know how to do the events. I know everybody to invite to the events. I know how much to charge. I know how much this is worth. I know how much I'm worth. I know how much my time is worth. You know, I know what I need to do and I'm going to effectively get it done and use every intention in my body to achieve success. When you're on that wavelength, you become unstoppable. Unstoppable. You've always been a conscious creator. You've just been creating unconsciously. (laughs) And now it's time to shift that mindset and eliminate those irrational beliefs and begin to be more of a conscious creator and yield the life of your dreams. And of course, that can be a challenge. Sometimes you just need a little help. And when you need help, it's okay to go to professionals that can lend their support to you. So finding a life coach, finding a therapist to help you sort through the trauma of the past or the, the irrational beliefs or any patterns or cycles that you may be suffering from. When you go and seek a professional to help you to stop and self-reflect and tap into your true identity, tap into your higher self 
and pull the things out of the universe that you said you were going to create once you got into this plane. When you tap back into you and you tap back into source, your your abilities are limitless. Your potential is limitless. And you can think more clearly, you can believe more clearly, and you can create more consciously. That is the beauty of life. That's the journey we're all on. And when we need a little help, we have to lean on each other, which is why I started my business in the first place, so that I can help be a shoulder, a pillar in the community for individuals that may not understand how to take that next step, may not understand what it looks like to stop and create my own vision of what my life will will look like. And find the resources that need to be found so that I can build it. You know, what is it that I want? What is it that I need? What? How do I go about doing it? You know, how do I stay motivated? How do I stay encouraged? That is what I want to provide to the community. And that is how I can help others. I can help others to transition out of survival mode. And into a life of abundance and freedom. That's where I am. That's the topic for today. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope that I was able to articulate the message in a way that is receptive to you. So that you can pull something out of what I said today. And if you see that. If you see yourself in anything that I stated and you recognize that you need help with piecing things together, reach out to me. Send me an email at inversationpodcast at gmail.com and I'll be happy to help you. I'll be happy to help you get on the right course and come up with a plan so that you can start to transform your life. You can start changing your mindset and start to manifest more consciously and align to your life of abundance. Get to know your higher self. It's your best friend. You, Your higher self is your best friend. You, your higher self is like your uh, spiritual assistant, like a virtual assistant except spiritual. You ask your higher self, hey, higher self, can you do this? You're going to do it, period, every time. If you if you think it and you believe it and you know it and you killing it out here, it's going to come. The universe is going to bring it. Your higher self is going to go out in the universe and bring it to you. So. Investing yourself, investing yourself and reach out to me. Um, You can reach out to me at info at the dream incentive dot com. If you're looking for a coach and just need a little bit of help coming up with the formal structure and adhering to that structure, I got you. It's nothing. And we're going to have fun. We're going to get some things done. We're going to figure some things out and we're going to help you transform into your abundant life. That's all I got for y'all today. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something from the message. Just stay encouraged. Stay encouraged, stay motivated, and remember that 
Your journey is yours. So make it fun, make it enjoyable, and make it peaceful. You are the master of your fate, the captain of your soul. Never forget that. All right, bye guys. reflection and being your best self.